You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 88. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey moms, are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired? And how those skills can be worth $45 an hour. Not that $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work. If so, then the You Are Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward into your tech career. It's like no other membership available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking. Not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as we walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Is a tech career really possible for you? Yes. Thank you for tuning in this week. Just kidding. I will tell you a little bit more about that. But first of all, how do I know a tech career is possible for you? Well, first of all, I've seen with my students so many different backgrounds of moms who break into tech. And the backgrounds are vast, but also, and I've been having some awesome guests on my podcast lately. So make sure you tune into those guest podcasts, not only my students, but also just women and men in tech who have come from so many different fields. So between my podcast guests and my students, I've seen majors in art and English and social work and ministry and education and biology and just so many others. So it's kind of irrelevant where your career started, except that some careers actually help you more with tech than others. But even if yours is completely unrelated or feels unrelated, I have seen nearly every different major or background break into tech. So I am confident that regardless of what your background is, you can do that too. Now, here's why I really wanted to do an episode on this question. Because at its foundation, when you get stuck in some way, and the lens that I'm looking through this at is through a three-month commitment. So I've written some blogs and podcasts on how to get hired in tech in three months. And the reality is most people don't get hired in three months, but it's still really, really important to commit to that. If you don't know what job you want, then I say start with 30 days. And then at the end of the 30 days, if you still enjoy it, you really want to go for the full 90 days to get a good, solid base of understanding of what that career will take. 30 days just kind of scratches the surface. Does that make sense? So when I talk about the 90 days, the three months, here is what will happen in those first three months. And then if you get past those three months and you're still committed to this career, you are golden. You are in a really, really great spot. 
I have seen that be kind of the magic number where if you stay committed, it might take you five months or six months or a year. You do get hired though. You get you get hired. So that's why I love talking about that three-month time frame. So thinking about it from that perspective, during that time, it is impossible for you to not encounter some really hard challenges in your work. Okay. And it doesn't even matter necessarily what the challenge is. Like a medium challenge could catch you on a tough day, and that could be enough. And that could be enough to what? To send you into a bit of a spiral or send you spinning a bit into any number of unhelpful questions and thoughts. But at their foundation, the thought underlying it is is it even possible for me? Is a tech career really possible for me? The title of this episode, that's really the underlying foundation. And you might feel that you're not smart enough, or you don't have enough background, or you're just missing some gene. I don't know. You can think any one of those things. But fundamentally, you're going to ask yourself, is a tech career really possible for me? And that's why I started the episode with, yes. Because I want you to, and I have a a strategy for you to use to help you through this, but I want you to understand that when you come up against that challenge and insert emotional um, tough time with any amount of technical challenge, and you will get this question, you will get this, yeah, well, it's not even really for me. Those types of comments are a response to the question of, is a tech career really possible for me? So when you feel yourself going there, taking a technical challenge, I'll just give you an example. I had trouble with the printer this morning. And that, I mean, I don't know anyone out there who hasn't had trouble with a printer. Okay, but it sent me a little bit spinning. And because, I don't know, because of my kid's first day, there were a lot of good things going on. But those two met. And so what's the strategy for that so that we don't spin into this place of, is a tech career really possible? Oh, I'm not even cut out for this. The first thing is it's really important that you step away because you're probably not solving, you're for sure not solving that problem from a good mental space. So it will take you way longer and you will have much more frustration than if you just step away. And I'm going to encourage you to go outside and take a walk. And step away from the problem, take a walk. And then what I want you to do is tell yourself three great things about yourself. We, we call this three nice. My kids are going to need so much therapy, I know. But like a consequence that I give them if they're mean to a sibling is that they have to tell that sibling three nice. So I'll be like, three nice, let's go. <laughs> so that's how we insert positive attitudes in here. I'm like commanding three nice. But it's funny because then they'll give it to each other or whatever. So I want you to tell yourself three nice. And when you say three nice, it's not just because I want you to pump up your positive attitude. You really need a break from that challenge. You need to take your mind to a more creative and positive space for the next piece of this. So I just want you to give yourself three nice, like, oh, that was so frustrating. I'll go with mine. Okay. Oh, the stupid printer. I mean, it's been online and then it decides to break right before lunch break and the kids go to school. It's so irritating. Oh, everything's falling apart. Okay. I'm going to give myself three nice. Okay. So I need to take it away from that printer. So I'm outside and I take it away in three nice. Okay. You're really, you know, you're a great mom. You love your kids and 
You are so techie. Ellen, you are so techie and you inspire moms every day and you love doing it. And that's your work. And you're so good at that. Three things. Okay. So now the question is, now that you've gone through that exercise and I just did that for you. So come on, y'all, you can do that. Okay. And you do three nights to yourself. And then you ask this question, how is this problem happening for me? How is this the exact challenge I need right now? Now, pause. The reason that I gave you the three nice is because if you go, I assure you, I tried it. I just tried it this morning with the printer. It didn't work. But if you go right into, oh, I'm so frustrated. How is this happening for me? It just is not a good space. (laughs) You don't come up with a good answer. But the thing is, that challenge is the challenge you need right now. It really is the exact challenge you need in your journey. But you have to be able to answer that question. So we we step away, we take the walk, we do the three nice, and now we're ready for the question. How is this the exact challenge I need right now? And I guarantee you that you're going to come up with an amazing answer. You're going to come up with an amazing answer. Maybe it was that you just needed a walk and stretch it out. You know, sometimes you have to step away from that desk. Maybe it was you didn't know that's how that feature of Figma worked. And now you're going to be you're going to be starting your designs from a whole different perspective. Maybe it was that your code, you really aren't even approaching the function the right way and you should be writing it a different way. You keep getting this error because you should be using different, a different piece of data. So it is a very important question to ask and so the reason I, I titled this podcast, Is a Tech Career Really Possible for You? Because when you encounter challenges, you might be tempted to ask that question. And if your brain asks that, you just say, yep, we are. And then you move into that strategy that I told you. Walk, three nice, how is this happening for me? And if you can get your brain, if you practice that, oh, ladies, it goes so slowly at first. So slowly. And then faster and faster and faster. That's the piece that you need is that if you can jump your brain from spiraling into catastrophic, am I even smart enough to do tech and just skip that and go right into how is this problem happening for me? Your cognitive functions are all focused and geared towards your learning and towards your career and to actually doing productive things for your life and your career into your getting hired process that you're going to be amazing. You're going to be on fire. So I really want you to practice this and try it. And not only that, not only are you going to be amazing, it's also removes a lot of the suffering. So you really need to get good at saying nice things to yourself. I know it's not fun or easy. I totally get it. But you can do it. You can say three nice and you can mean it. And you can ask yourself, how is this happening for me? Okay. Now, that is a specific challenge, a bug is a great issue or an error message. When you have a bug or an error message or just any of those things, or someone said they were going to do something and they didn't, or any of the challenges that you have that are individual in nature, like you come across, it's like a very specific thing. You're going to come across another challenge. And, And this is another one where you might say, is a tech career really possible for me? And that one is that you are new to tech. And you're going to be breaking into that field. And that is hard. 
you are going to have to convince someone that you are the right person for the job. I do not take that hard thing you're doing lightly at all. This is something that my students struggle with, and I get it. It is legit hard. (laughs) My kids are going to love that. (laughs) They're not. It's They're not going to love it. Mom's getting nerdier as she gets older. Okay. So it's a really hard process, but I love it when we do hard things because it shows us that we are capable of even more than we expected, but we can't do that from that space of frustration and I'm not good enough and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not even cut out for this tech career. That's for those smart people. That's for people like Aaron and Gretchen and Brittany. It's not for me. That's for people like Melissa and Laquisha. I'm just not cut out. Yes, you are. So when you're convincing someone that they need to hire someone new and you are new and you do have to convince them, but here's the thing. If they want any type of diversity on their teams, specifically gender diversity, they, those companies are required to hire new people. There aren't, there isn't enough in the talent pool, women or moms to do that. They have to hire new people. So if you find people that are supporting diversity initiatives, that is for you. That is for you. Those are, that's a company that wants you and understands that you're trying to do this hard thing of breaking into tech. Now, they don't owe you a favor. They shouldn't just hand you a job. And none of you come to me and say, yes, please. Well, Actually, that's not true. Some people have, but my my students don't do that. They don't think, oh, someone will just hand me a job when I didn't earn it. Most of you want to earn it a hundred times bold. So I want to speak to two specific ways that you can break into tech. Now, when my students start off, and this is a freebie. So any of you, even if you're not in the program, can grab this freebie at yourtechie.com slash dream job. And you can download it. And this is what I use in my membership. The first thing you do is you fill out your dream job. And the reason you do that is because it's important to have clarity around what you want from the beginning. And yes, you may tweak a few things. Maybe COVID has you sitting at home way too much and you are ready to get out. So you thought you wanted remote work and now you want to be in the office. You are going to go into detail about the things that you want. And you're going to think deeply about that so that you know that you're headed towards your dream job. But one of the things I want you to understand is that when you move towards your dream job, it's not usually the path that you think. It usually takes many, many different forms. So the question that I ask my students is, A, is this your dream job? Yes or no. If no, is it on the path to your dream job? So maybe you take a job as a project manager, but you want to be a developer. Maybe you take a job in social media, but you want to be a UX designer. And you can tell employers and potential employers that that is your goal. Usually, if you are headed in a more technical direction, that's going to be a benefit to them. So when you're convincing someone, the way that you convince them with your effort is to do one of two things. You are going to either take a more entry-level job than a UX designer or a that they need three to five years or a full-stack developer and some 
Easier entry-level transitions are jobs like social media manager, emails, WordPress updater. And for social media, I know for a fact that companies love to hire people right out of college. And so you might think, I can't compete with them. But you can. Because think of Facebook. And Facebook is one of the largest platforms for social media. Do you know more about Facebook or do your children? Right? I mean, most of us are on Facebook more than they are. And you know how to build engagement and get people excited and get people involved. You can do that. So that might be up on your path to your dream job. Or if you're in WordPress and you are making updates to websites or tweaking templates or creating a new template, those are definitely things that people need help with. And then I also said emails because email management, whether you're using MailChimp or Kajabi or Infusionsoft or whatever the HubSpot, whatever the email system is, scheduling those, writing those, creating those, that's another more entry-level position, but still an important one that companies need. And they need many, oftentimes many people at those positions. So you're getting in on the tech that's happening, the engagement of between users and the organization. That's a great spot for a UX designer to be in and to kind of transition into UX design. But it's also a great spot for developers because you understand who you're really serving in those roles. So those are some more entry-level, a little bit easier entry-level positions to that you can grab hold of quicker. However, I have students where, yeah, maybe it takes them a year to break into their field of tech, but they charge higher rates. Why? Because they've done more projects. So that's the other way to go. You can do a few projects, one for free, then one for a small payment, and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more. And yes, you can keep doing that and be a freelancer, stay a freelancer, or you can do that for a year have that on your profile, have that on your resume, and leverage that into getting hired. Does that make sense? So either of those two things are going to help you with that convincing problem. And you're going to limit the amount of convincing you need to do when you find companies. And there are many of them. You can go to the mom project. They have a number of jobs. Anyone who, anyone who posts on the mom project or power to fly supports women in tech, supports women entering and breaking into the tech field. Okay. So those are great ways to just look and see, hey, do you um, support this? Another great way is just contact people on LinkedIn who work at that companies and say, hey, do you support diversity? They will, you'll get a real good sense as to whether or not they do support that by, by asking about that. So those are ways to lower that barrier of convincing someone. And that is how you can be sure that a tech career is really possible for you. Because even if one person isn't that helpful, if you contact multiple people and go to the right places, you will see that it is possible for you. So when your brain goes to, is this even possible? Yes. Whether you're having a small problem, like a problem with your printer or a big challenge, like finding your fit. You don't need to burden yourself with that question. It isn't serving you. We need to move forward from the, is a tech career really possible? And say, yes, it is. It is possible because Allie did it and Gretchen did it and Aaron did it and Brittany did it and Melissa did it. And 
Laquisha did it. And so many other women before me have done it. And while they are special women, I'm special too. So go forward knowing, knowing that a tech career is possible for you and get out of that mental sludge so you can stay focused on your path because that's not helping you. So why would we hang out there? Use that strategy of stepping away, going for a walk, three nice, and then asking how it's serving you. Whether it's a small problem or a big problem, it's really going to serve you and help you maximize your focus so you can keep going. Thanks so much for being with me here today. I'll see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at uartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.